Hey y'all, welcome back. Season three, episode five. We are still moving and grooving uh, into this third season. Uh, tonight, you just get Kevin and I um, again. Sorry. <laughs> we'll have more people on, I promise. It's just holidays. It's kind of that time of year where people are busy, right? I mean, people got it. I mean, this podcast is really just it's supposed to be you and me. So if people were already sick of us, then I don't mean, I don't know what to tell them. Oh boy. Let's, uh, let's hope people aren't sick of us yet. Yeah. I hope, I, I hope not either. You know, let us make it big first before you get sick of us. It's like people with, I'm going to say a certain show that's now on ESPN and not say the name of the show. I think people are tired of it. I actually don't even know what you're talking about, but don't say it until the I end. I will not say it. I will talk. We will say it at the end when no one's listening. Good times. Um, but hey, let's dive into it. Kevin, you're wearing a Lions jersey, and I love it because they are fucking killing it. They are fucking killing it. Yeah. Uh, so today's jersey is a Lions jersey. I've ran out of hoodies to wear right now until I get more. But this is actually a... Reggie Bush Lions jersey. When did he play on the Lions? Uh, I know there was a time period after he left New Orleans. But yeah, this is a Reggie Bush Lions jersey. I got it off of Top Shelf Kicks, a place where I usually get all my wrestling vintage tees from and some of my other jerseys that I you've seen on the collection. But uh, it was for a solid deal. I, I offered up a price. And I thought it was a good price to get for this uh, Reggie Bush jersey to add to my football collection. He played there for two two seasons. Yeah, it wasn't 20, a lot. No, it wasn't a lot. Twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen. Yeah. Wow. Good time. How did I forget that? And I then mean, he went to... it was more of like I think he was more of a supporting role that that time. Um, his first year there, he was not. It looks like the second year he was. You know what's funny though? Yeah, yeah, this is funny. Uh his 13, he played 13 games for the Bills to end his year, his career. Mm-hmm. 12 rushing attempts, negative three yards. Wow. What were you doing, Buffalo? Poor Andrew. The su- the years of suffering. They're still suffering, let's be honest. They yeah. beat the, they beat the Jets. That's Sorry, true. Andrew. No offense. Love Sorry, you, buddy. Drew. Love you. But, you know, it's still just the Jets. Um, I'm just repeating a hat that I've worn already on the podcast just because it's been a long week at work with people quitting and leaving. So I've been a little busy with work at this point and trying not to go stir crazy and potentially just jump off a cliff somewhere. But there's nothing, no cliffs in Long Island, so I'm I'm pretty safe, I think. Yeah, don't be uh, jumping off any uh, cliffs. That would be not good. Well, you could carry the podcast without me. I think you'd be fine. By myself? I no. don't know about that. I don't think I have that much star power. I, I Do you think I have any star power? I have oh, zero. 100%. 100%. Uh, who gets us into Joe's? Uh, That's, you. That's called Because you're taller. No, you got us into Joe's. You have the star power. Well, I think it's a it's an even amount. All right, I'll take that. Um, well, let's talk about some good news for your Steelers. 
in this weekly sports update. Would you like to take this one? Because this is your team. I want you to enjoy this. Um, Didn't my Steelers lose? Yes, but what did they do today? For the first time, they haven't done this since nineteen since the nineteen forties. Oh yes, they fired Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. Tis a good day, because Lord only knows he his play calling was archaic, and wow, that was a big word. Shout out to me, but good job. Um, I like that. Thank yeah, uh, it was. It was a. Uh, yeah, this is I I heard about it this week, and this is good. We need a fresh start. I think that's what the offense needs. Uh, Mike Tomlin definitely needs this fresh start as well for as a head coach and to put in a new offensive coordinator. I didn't read up on who's going to take Matt Canada's place, but yeah, um, changes need to be made. We're making them, and I'm ready to see what's up. I like that idea because. That offense, I've watched, I think, a couple of the games just because they've been on TV mm-hmm. uh, after abysmal Patriots games are on. Um, I won't lie. It's, rough. it's horrible. It's like, really rough. When you can't have Najee Harris get past that O-line, now granted that's partially him, but you're setting up plays for failure and doing jet sweeps, you're doing unders and you have potentially one of the best wide receivers as long as he gets the ball in his hands out there. We all know he has some of the best hands in the league. What are you doing? Yeah. So as far as who's taking over for Matt Canada, Eddie Faulkner and Mike Sullivan are going to share responsibilities to call the Steelers offense. Uh, I just hope that they put our quarterback, Kenny Pickett, in – a place that he can succeed because right now he's looking awful. I feel like he's regressing after his rookie year. So maybe that was due to the play calling, but um, but probably also partially due to like how our offensive line isn't the best right now and not mm-hmm. the usual Steelers offensive line that we are used to in the past. But um, yeah, that's one. Of, that's that's my thoughts on that one. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I will. I hope for your sake as a Steelers fan that you don't have the same thing that's happened to the Patriots with Mac Jones where decent rookie year, all of a sudden regress sophomore year. And then just basically is abysmal and can't throw an easy touchdown pass in year three. So I hope that doesn't happen to you. Uh, This is me being nice to a Steelers fan. Just enjoy it. Enjoy that moment. Uh, <laughs> it's very rare, but um, yeah, I agree. It's it's very good for you guys, I think, to move on from that. It is surprising, though, that they make that change because the Steelers never make changes, ever. Unless it's like during the offseason. Offseason, yes. We're very like on point, like we're going to push through the, the entire regular season, so... But yeah, yeah. It, it was needed that one where we are standings right now. Steelers six and four. If you're going through the conference, they're technically the seventh seed right now. If the playoffs started today with the Bills behind them at six and five, followed by the Colts, Broncos and Bengals and Raiders at five and six. So like the AFC is completely wide open on that bottom side of the bracket. So 
hey, the Patriots have a point one percent chance of making the playoffs. So there's still hope. They are indeed two and eight in so last the, place. Uh yeah, in the in the conference in yep. the AFC, they're two and eight. But in the out of everybody, you have the lovely Carolina Panthers and the Arizona Cardinals. Well, and then the Cardinals are two and nine. Yeah, that's true. They're two and nine. Hey, you know what? The Patriots could be two and nine after this weekend against the New York Giants, but we'll talk about that later. Yes. Um, surprising move in the NFL this week uh, today: the Colts making a very strange move. Did you see this? Yeah, they just waved. Uh, is it Anthony Leonard? Uh, no, Shaquille Leonard, who is like one of their best players to ever play for them on the defensive side. Uh, but apparently it's because of his decline in performance after his recent injuries he's had the past couple of seasons, which really sucks because I like him. I think Leonard's phenomenal. I don't know if I sent this to you and Andrew, but after he was cut, he still went to the, tur- to the Colts Turkey hand, um, handout or delivery whatever and was passing out turkeys in the city so hats off to him for being a constant professional but also way to go for being an amazing human being yeah i mean it sucks that like coincidentally that he gets let go during a time like that but I, i guess it's the nature of the business um i'm sure somebody's gonna need a linebacker with the playoffs coming up soon so I feel like I can't foresee him being off the market for fairly long. I can see him going to the 49ers. They just lost one of their linebackers to an ACL tear. Yeah, so there's they, gonna be people looking for somebody. So I don't sweat him getting no. cut. He's gonna get he's gonna get picked up probably within the next week or two. Uh-huh. So he lands somewhere that he's gonna be able to play. He'll he has to just have to has to clear waivers after being away from the team. And after that, he can go sign anywhere. Yeah. He'll probably he'll probably be on a new team by Saturday, I would assume. Saturday or probably by maybe I'm, Sunday. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Beginning so next week, I'd say maybe they he, he takes the holiday to enjoy it with his family. Yeah. Enjoy it, but he'll definitely go to a, a contender where he does not have to be in the plays every single time. He's 28 years old. He's had two back surgeries, though. So a lot of wear and tear on a young body at this point in a career. Still nothing crazy going on in the NFL this week. You know, we could talk about the Eagles and Chiefs, but I think everyone in the world is talking about that game. So we would just say, hey, uh, Scantling can't catch the ball. And it was a horrible game to watch. I watched like two or three drives and it was abysmal. Bad. Bad football. Kevin, you're on mute. Yeah, I unmute because it's like windy by me. I wasn't sure because I don't have a microphone. Oh, you're fine. You're catch it. So that's why I'm muting when I'm not speaking. My apologies. Oh, okay. Um, And then I think the biggest news from the NFL is someone that just retired with Tom Brady's comments a mediocrity this year across the gambit of the NFL spectrum. Did you hear these comments or to read did you read them at all? 
Negative. I have not heard a thing. So basically, I think it was on Stephen. He was on Stephen A. Smith's show or whatever. Um, and he came out and basically said across the board, he's just seeing a lot of mediocrity. It's not good football. It's just not anything that we're used to watching as NFL fans. You know, if you look at certain stats, Pat Mahomes having a down year, Josh Allen's having a really shitty year for the most part. Stefan Diggs, bad year. A lot of injuries, a lot of other things going on. And yeah, he, I'm watching it right now, and he's eh, coaching isn't as good as I don't think. Development as young players is as good. Yeah. I like that. He's literally calling it all out. Coaches aren't coaching the way they used to. They're not developing the young talent like they should be and the, like they have in the past. And then the NFL's changed their rules and regulations so that it makes up for bad football. I, I agree. Like it's not fun watching football at, at the NFL level anymore, to be completely honest. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the reason why I've more or less trended to watching college football more because I've always, I've always felt the NFL's game has been kind of boring until like probably recently with the younger guys, like the more mobile quarterbacks, you know, it's, it's super, super slow sometimes. Sometimes it's fast paced, but at the same time, like NFL football is boring. Like I remember going to the Jets game, the last one I went to, I was falling asleep at some of the play calling and like yeah. literally my seat sleeping. And I was, it was because I was bored, not just because I was drinking heavily. I was bored at the gameplay. Yeah, I mean, it's also a little bit of the drinking heavily part, but that's okay. Um, I agree. What, five years ago, it was fun to watch football still. You know, still big hits, still not a penalty every five seconds. You know, you can't go in and touch the quarterback now. And I've watched a couple of games where for the Patriots and Max getting hit, but it's a beautiful sack. It's a beautiful hit. And they're still throwing a flag. Like, what, what do you want these guys to do? They're 250-pound men running full tilt around an edge, and the quarterback just throws it before they get there, and they tackle them. You can't pull up, or you're going to get hurt yourself. And I, and I think he also goes into, like, thoughts of, like, for example, what, what have we been talking about for a while? NFL just has random people refereeing these games. It's not like the NBA where they have a system of guys that are coming in, learning the NBA game and making sure they understand all the rules. You have the NFL where that person probably ref the college game the day before mm -hmm. and then the day before that probably ref the high school game. And it's just completely different. So, you know, I think there's just a lot of different variables that make the NFL just a little difficult to go through, but you know, there's still people that love it. So it's yeah. still going to be number one sport because everyone still loves their football. And no matter how uh, boring it can be, it is what it is. I agree. And you know what? We'll still watch it every weekend. That's you what know, it we, is. We're we going to still, still watch no matter what. Because it, we love watching our teams. We're addicted to watching sports, which is probably a good addiction. 
for the most part. Yeah. Um, but I do agree. I won't lie. We'll, we're going to talk about the West Virginia game here in a moment, but I remember coming, going out this weekend with my wife and going, I want to be home in time to put the game on. I want to be able to watch the game and enjoy it so that I can do whatever else. Last week during the Patriots game, it was a horrible game against the Colts in Germany. I got up and walked around and did stuff during the game. I never do that. I never turn off the game, but I zoned it almost completely out. And I don't do that normally. But college, I I will sit there for hours and watch that for sure. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's move on to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Kevin, we're going to yes, talk man. about your Knicks. Oh, joy. Well, it's not the Knicks themselves. It's James Dolan. James Dolan is the bane of my existence. Yeah, yeah. Do you see? Uh, he apparently has a lawsuit, uh, unorthodox lawsuit against the Toronto Raptors that includes allegations questioning the objectivity of NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. Uh, this is by Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Uh, James Dolan has also resigned his position on the NBA Board of Governors, Influential Advisory and Finance slash Media Committees, uh, according to a memo. He's basically, from what I've read, he was the only team that said no to Jordan selling the Hornets and to the WNBA expansion to San Francisco. Yeah, because James Dolan is a piece of crap human being. He sucks, and I hate him. Like, he's the worst. That's why the Liberty left for Brooklyn, because they wanted to deal with better ownership. I don't blame them. And honestly, the move to Brooklyn has probably been the best thing for them, because mm-hmm. they're packing that arena. Um, James Dolan sucks. He, I, I just, I want my wishes to come true that he just sells the Knicks, and the Knicks can want, get back to the prominent place they were back in the the 90s and the 80s or and even or hell even early 70s and be competitive again because I've called it many times on this podcast the Knicks will be where they are until that man dies or sells his team that's what it is okay I have to read this 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 man is fucking nuts so first off he doesn't like the NBA's um revenue sharing system so big market teams have to share their revenue out equally to all teams across the board, right? It's basically how it is with every sport. Everyone does it. You know, New York is a big market. LA is a huge market. Boston, all those places, they shell out money to the other areas as well. So that is it more of a competitive environment across the NBA. Well, he doesn't like that. Because he's giving so much money out to smaller teams. What I have to say to you, James Dolan, is fuck you. Um, and then he, a court filing Monday, the Knicks said they're seeking more than $10 million in damages from the Raptors as a part of a lawsuit alleging the theft of thousands of confidential files and argue that Silver, uh, the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, shouldn't uh, arbitrate the dispute in part because of his close relationship with the Raptors governor, Larry Tynebaum. What the? Oh my God. 
again. Like, seriously. James Dolan is the bane of my existence. And I'm going to keep saying it again. He sucks as a human being. Go, I, I tell him to go back to playing his band. And that's why the Knicks are where they are. Because they have to deal with ownership like this. And, yeah, honestly, I'm done with this topic. Next topic, we shall move on. I, I just wanted to see what your thoughts were, sir. I know you hate him. Um, yeah. He's the worst. James Dolan is literally the worst human being possible. It's just that's it's headlines for the Knicks for no reason. While we should be focusing on them getting better and improving their record, no, but he's got to go ahead and get himself in the news. So screw you, James Dolan. What we got next? All right, next. I just want to get our thoughts. Uh, really, it's, a, it's still kind of a beginning of the NBA season. It's still kind of quiet. Not crazy things going on right now. Um, we'll touch on a couple, but I wanted to get your thoughts so far on this in-season tournament. What, how you like it? What do you think about these, some of these god-awful courts and all that fun stuff? I mean, for me, the in-season tournament right now, I feel like I've had like no feeling that that it's like the in-season tournament with with regards to anything, just the courts being different. Um, it still feels like it's the regular NBA season. The the teams have, you know, I just feel like I'm just watching the regular season. I haven't felt like I'm going through a quote unquote in season tournament. Um, I just looked up some things real quick. So for example, so Group A, the Lakers clinch home court for the quarterfinals. Oh wow, uh, they did. Twenty four. Are the other these are scenarios that are probably going to happen tonight? Oh so yeah, yeah. There's been. Some big stuff going on tonight. The Lakers win. They'll clinch home court for the quarterfinals. If Utah wins, uh, so Utah clinches West Group A with a win and a Phoenix loss. At Indiana clinches East Group A. Wow, that what a team. Indiana clinches East Group A with a win. And then elimination scenarios, wins by Philly, and Indiana eliminate Atlanta, Charlotte, and Cleveland. Wins by Philly, and in- Philly, Indiana, and Orlando eliminate Toronto and Chicago. If Utah wins, they eliminate OKC and Portland. Phoenix is eliminated with a loss and a Utah win. Hmm. And Portland is eliminated with a loss. Or if Utah or Phoenix clinches net point differential tiebreaker over Portland. Yeah, I'm just I, and that wow. is that is a scenario for tonight. That's so, a lot that can happen tonight, which is which is cool. So then maybe after this, I'll you know, I think people might be a little bit more invested because I'll be honest, I didn't know all of that. So here are a couple of things that I just seen. So the eat in season tournament standing so far, you have in East Group A, the Pacers are up 2-0, followed by the Sixers at two and one. Cavs one and one and the Hawks one and one and the Pistons are already eliminated. Yep. In Group B, you have the Bucks and Heat two and zero. Oh. The Knicks and Hornets are one and one. Wizards eliminated. Oh, I see the Hornets are one and two right now. Oh, cause this might not have been updated then. But one and two. I have the East Group C Celtics two and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nets and Nets two and one. Magic one and one. Raptors 0 and 1 and the Bulls 0 and 2. Yep. 
West Group A, you have the Lakers up 3-0, Jazz 2-1, Suns 1-1, Blazers 1-2 with the Grizzlies already mathematically eliminated. Yep, they're 0-3. Yep, the West Group B, you have the the Pelicans and Nuggets tied at 2-1, followed by the Rockets 1-1 with the Mavericks and Clippers 1-2. And And Group C, you have the Kings and T-Wolves tied at 2-0. The Warriors one and one, the Thunder one and two, and the Spurs are already out of contention being 0 and three. So fun times. Fun times. Yeah. I will agree with you though. Like you mentioned prior, like I had no idea when this was going on. I thought there was literally like they announced, oh, here's the end season tournament. I actually thought it was just gonna be all those games right away. Yeah. Because apparently I guess I read. Every Tuesday and Fridays are the in-season games. Tuesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Saturday, because we went to a game Saturday, and that counted as an in-season game. Did it? The Nets, the Nets, Celtics game that we were at counted as an in-season game. Okay, I have no idea. Like honestly, um, it, it's just really not put up and really shown off as much as I thought it would be. Um, I think we've. Th- kind of talked about it the courts aren't all the greatest out there some need to if we're going to redo this and do it again next year change the courts a little bit but make it more pronounced i guess because like or move it so it's closer to the middle of the season i don't know it's just it feels weird we'll see how it feels once we get through the knockout round i think now that like like they've we kind of have a press presented like What's going to happen now if the announcers on TV, like, bring it up a little bit more? Maybe we can be a little more invested. But I probably – the most I've probably got invested in that is me reading off all that stuff that we just did. Yeah. I mean, looking at the CSPN article as we're talking about it is the most invested I've gotten. That's that's as far as I've gone with this stuff. It's just not – it's brand new. We have to get used to it. It's probably – it's not going to go away, I don't think. So that there's that. Um, then I want to talk about this real quick because there is some interesting things going on in the NBA, really not on the East side, the East side, really good teams are at the top, bad teams are in the, at the bottom and, and kind of in between. Um, but the Minnesota Timberwolves are 10 and three. Yeah, that's a that was a surprise to me too. Oklahoma City Thunder, who you projected to do very well this year, is ten and four. The Nuggets are ten and four. It's crazy, but I mean, I think that just goes to like, for example, the Timberwolves. You know, Cat is starting to is not injured for like one of the first times in a Mm -hmm. long time. He's fully healthy. And he came off a really great tournament playing for Puerto Rico in the FIBA tournament. So, you know, he's been basketball shape already. Um, talk about guys like Anthony Edwards, who played for the American team. You know, he's been playing basketball all summer around. And, you know, he's he's not really have he's just pretty much just run up and down the court, not trying to break into the season. And he's also having a great season as well. And before the infamous chokeout season, Rudy Gobert was, you know, Doing what he's supposed to. I love that. Draymond Green did that to Rudy Gobert. 
which was also extremely excessive, but also hilarious because, of course, only Draymond Green would probably react that way. And Draymond Green only got a five-game suspension because it's Draymond Green. The NBA came out and was like, he has so many past incidents, we have to suspend him for this long. Yeah. So... Um, but the the losses for the the Timberwolves they lost opening night to the Raptors ninety seven ninety four they lost two day uh, game three to the Hawks one twenty seven one thirteen and then they just most recently lost to the Suns one thirty three to one fifteen they're playing the seventy sixers tomorrow night that should be a good game Embiid versus Cat that would be some entertaining basketball right there um, at least in the hundred twenties probably. I would, yeah, anywhere between high te- one teens to 120s for sure. Um, Which is crazy to think about because I don't think I've ever pictured like an NBA game just be like naturally scoring that high. It's like whatever happened to those days when you're fighting like could be like 75, 70. Like that doesn't happen anymore. No, I agree. Um, Man, you all need to figure out. But Randall actually scored 21 points last the other night against the uh, Timberwolves. Yeah, they just the Knicks just got to get it together. But uh, I'm looking at the rest of this Western Conference. You mentioned the Thunder 10 and four, the Nuggets, the Mavs nine and five, Kings not losing steam from last year at eight and five, followed by the Lakers at eight and six. Then you have the Rockets. I think this. I think somebody screwed this up because so it's the Suns at seven and six. Okay. New Orleans at seven and seven. Okay. Rockets at six and six. And then Golden Warriors State seven and, seven and eight. Yeah. Okay. Just Bleacher Report for just forgot to move their people around. But yeah, yeah. these are good basketball. Yeah. Very, very impressive. Um, Definitely what stands out to me there is seeing the Rockets that high. Was not yeah. expecting that. At all, um, I think they're playing a bunch of young guys. But hey, I love it. I love it. I mean, I love. I think the NBA is more fun when it it's different like that. I that's just me. I, I know agree. people are like, no, the teams got to be the dominant ones. They should be dominant. Blah 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 blah. But I think it's more exciting to when you see some teams like the Sacramento Kings, the whole Oklahoma City Thunder, the Timberwolves. Like it's cool to see them being successful because and then it you know. It, then it gets boring if it's the same yeah. teams over and over again. Like even like even the Eastern Conference right now is looking good. Like yes, it's your typical four teams. Your top but, four teams are the same four teams that's been for the past ten years. Well, more I would say more like five or six years. Yeah, yeah, five or six. But look at number that's five. True. Yeah, because the rock. Look at number yeah. five and number six. The two teams that. You know, we're bottom feeders, the Magic at eight and five and the, the Pacers at seven and five. Like, yeah, that's true. That's that's a that's a fun time. Like, I, I love that. And you saw a team from that was really good last year with the Cavs that have dropped down to earth a little bit mm-hmm. and are at the eighth seed. You know, you, you're you've got your bottom dwellers, Detroit and the Washington Wizards, but they're still all good. Really, they're good teams. Like these guys are NBA players. They they could go play anywhere in the world and dominate. Like that's the thing we always you know, have to remember. It's just a thing. They they're just they're going through the rebuilding process that some of those other teams who 
went up to the top. Like how many years were was Sacramento the bottom feeders oh of the class until they were where they are now? You know, um, it, ever yeah. since Shaq dunked on five of them, yeah, which is crazy. Like twenty year, twenty plus years yeah. ago, two thousand three was like the last time we were in the playoffs. So yeah, like, so we'll see. That's, that's big. It you know, last night my Celtics lost to the lowly Hornets. Yeah, I don't know how the hell that happened, but hey, I, I mean, from a, everybody from, has an off night. From what I read, it was like they, the Celtics, like literally just dropped the ball. It was just they made mental mistakes. So it's early. It, we've only played fourteen yeah. games. Yeah, got a lot of basketball left. We got sixty-eight right. more games. I'm not too worried about it. Um, yeah, but then the one team that I'm interested in because they really haven't been able to be all out there is the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. They have yet to have all three on the court. I mean, that sounds very, very familiar to a situation that was in Brooklyn last year. Hmm. Does it? Can't I mean, remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> the Suns, I mean, we talked about it before. The Suns, they have three hella good players. But who else is on that damn team? Can you name anybody else than Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and Ke- Kevin Durant right now? Um, if I look at the roster, I can. Um, exactly. But literally, if I'm even looking at the roster right now, do you know? Do you know anyone? Maybe Grayson Allen. Yeah, Grayson Allen, Bull Bull. Oh, is he on the Suns? I forgot he went there. Yeah, he went to the Suns. I, that's... I hope he gets playing time. I want to see Bull Bull crush it. I doubt he's getting any time. Let's just see. Let's just see. What are you getting? He's played. What the fuck? He's played in two games. Doesn't make any sense. We're wasting his talent. Unless they don't think he's talented. Well, it's so bad. Like they don't have, they truly don't have a, he's played center. And they have. Uh, Nurkic, uh, from the Trailblazers when they traded that all did all that trade, so he's there. He's your starting center. Um, and they shouldn't be playing Paul Bull at center. He's a freaking like wingman. Yeah, but he's seven three. So what? Like he he and when has he ever played center for any That's of what his? He's listed. He's listed as a center, but he don't play like a center. Well, yeah, well. You got to ask the question: What's a center now? Because center yeah, in our days, cat, was... cat is cat is a center. You know, Boogie was a center back in the day. Embiid shoots threes like like a center. So, yeah, I guess you're right. But still, it's like, damn, why why is he not playing? Is there something that we're missing? I think it's just that they want to run with what they have. Like that's it. You know. Let's just see the Clippers who suck. They're five and seven. I don't think they've, I think Russ said that he wants to come off the bench. Yeah, he did. He literally said he wanted to be the spark plug off the bench. I'm like, honestly, Russ, good for you. And bless you for like literally taking the hit for all this. So they finally won two games. Okay. Because when did they trade for? This was. Maybe a couple weeks ago, two, three, two weeks ago. Yeah. So they lost six in a row with 
get it after they got hardened. I, yeah, the, four days ago, they got their first win with Harden, and that was against the Rockets. And then they're the Rockets. Like. And they beat the fucking Spurs, and then they play the Spurs again tomorrow. Like, whoop-dee-doo. You beat the Spurs. They are bottom feeders again this year. But come on. Um, but I know we could go talk about the NBA all day. Um, but let's talk about our West Virginia Mountaineers. Football. We won. We uh, went perfect at home. I believe five and one. We only lost to Oklahoma State. Oh, right. That was at home. I forgot that one. So we were five and one at home. Pretty good game, all in all. We had for, for over 400 yards rushing against a horrible Cincinnati defense. Yeah. I do have a couple other thoughts, but I want to get your thoughts, Kevin. Um, for me, <laughs> I did not watch the game, I did follow the s- score sheet. And the first thing I saw is we were up 21 nothing, And I was like, great. I hope we don't lose that lead. And then I looked back at my phone again about an hour. And we were up 35 nothing. And I was like, oh, wow. And I saw the rushing numbers. And I saw the highlights. I'm like, damn. That was not – I'll be honest. I was not expecting that type of performance. I was expecting, like, a dogfight for them to go through. But honestly – I can't complain with the win results. Um, this is the West Virginia West Virginia football identity. We're gonna run it down your throat. We're gonna beat you with some athleticism at our quarterback. We have probably the best offensive line we've had in years. We're using that to our advantage. And then if you can't stop us at the run, we'll throw it over the top of you to one of the better tight ends in the conference. And maybe our and then to our wide receivers that I forget that we even have any wide receivers on the team because the running backs just have the ball. Um, one of the things that I saw from the stats from when it started when I was looking online, the first couple p- p- plays of the game, pass the Traylon Traylon Ray, a freshman, had a running back sweep uh, mm-hmm. to Ronnie Gallagher, freshman, and then Jaheim White ran for like another twenty two yards who's also a freshman. So if our team stays together, which I hope they do, and I believe they will, you know, that's a hell of a triple threat for offense that if they can continue to just make sure the offensive line is good and make sure that the quarterback is protected and those guys stay healthy, that could be a scary tandem to run through in the newly, some maybe say improved Big 12 that comes next year. But... Maybe, we'll but again, out. I don't want to get ahead of myself because I, I'll say that now, and then next year we'll go zero and eight, and I, I ruined everything. But right. uh, you had your other thoughts, sir. So I watched the whole game. So happy, so happy with the game that we won. I was the only thing I was pissed about as I was watching it with Ashley, and I go, I want them to just manhandle a team, just put their throat, put their foot on their throat. And just destroy a team. We won 42 to 21, right? I was okay with Cincinnati scoring that one touchdown. I was all right, it's 35 7. It's fine. We go score again. I'm like, ah, 42 to 7. Great score. But then the defense almost seemed to let up to very horrible tackling 
first off on a drive where you have a guy all you could wrap him up and he just runs down the field for a 75 yard touchdown run like what are you doing grab him throw him to the ground you've been tackling all night so it's these little miscues even though it's the end of the season we're playing a shitty team it's the stuff that West Virginia keeps doing that if we go to a decent bowl game and we play a decent opponent that won't survive we'll lose and we don't want that we want to win the bowl game um you know we got the last game this weekend it's in Baylor in Waco Kevin we could get down there uh if you want tickets are as low as two dollars for the game oh incredible you know the pick game last week was only a dollar for the BC game so hey that's a hell of a price to watch some shitty football yeah but I also could see this being a trap game. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like, and what was I looking at? We're seven and four. We're fifth in the Big 12. That's probably the coolest part to me. We're fifth. After they said that we would be in 14th. Like, that is probably the coolest thing in the world is that we're sitting here fifth, you know. Kansas State could lose, and all of a sudden, we could be virtually tied with them for fourth behind Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas. Two of those teams are leaving. Yeah, two out of the top four are going to be gone next year. And then you bring in Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Dude, we could be in the top four. Next year, easily. Let me, I want to check something. Let's see. So, just keep your, keep the records in mind. Okay. What we have. So, Arizona State, Arizona, eight and three overall. That's pretty good. You have Arizona State, three and eight. That's bad. You have Colorado at four and seven. And then am I who was the other team that came to us? Utah. Uh, Utah. Seven and four. So add those teams to the Big 12, the Big 12 conference. We if you take so if you add those teams to the Big 12 and just with what we have now, right? Just yeah. this year's standings, take out Oklahoma and Texas. Say they're at the in the SEC. They're out. What, yep. West Virginia is fourth. Fourth, the only you have, uh, you'd have Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Arizona, West Virginia, and some type of that order with those top three, just because they all have the same record. Yeah, Merritt, you keep talking because I have to get my uh laptop charger before this dies. Great, Kevin's computer is going to die, everybody. Um, but like I said, great game this weekend. I really hope we can go down to Waco. It is like we said, a trap game because they are god awful. I believe they are three and seven, three and eight. Uh, let's see, where are they? Yeah, they are three and eight, two and six overall in the conference. So not a very good team. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Again, it's Waco. Anything could change down there. It is another night game. That's probably the coolest part. I think this is the most night games I've ever seen West Virginia play in. We oh, have, my God, I know. Out of control. 
let's see the first one two three tcu was night houston was night so that's five uh byu was that at night byu was at night byu was at night oklahoma was at night yep so one two three eight games were at night wow the only ones that were not were texas tech yep oklahoma state ucf and cincinnati yeah that's crazy that's ridiculous hilarious how how did we get so lucky to have that you know opportunity i don't know but i'll take it 100 take that all day every day yeah, that's that's solid yeah it's 100 solid i i like that um i hope we win yeah what bowl game would we be going to? What, what have we seen any of the latest projections? I will look. Let's see. Bowl mania. Oh, that's I can't. Oh, I just want to know where they think people are going. Oh, this isn't fun. I don't want to pick it. W bowl projections. I can't type for shit. All right, here we go. Let's see what we got. So according to this one, we have so there's some so th let's see. So the I'm gonna go by what Action Network says Lockheed Martin Martin Armed Forces Bowl versus Syracuse. Athlon Sports projects us to the AutoZone Liberty Bowl versus South Carolina. Yep. I have CBS Sports saying we're gonna go to Mississippi, go against Mississippi State in the Liberty Bowl. I see that. Uh, day after Christmas, the guaranteed rate bowl versus Nebraska from the College Football Network. Ooh. ESPN has us the guaranteed rate bowl versus Illinois. This would be interesting. Or the AutoZone Liberty Bowl versus Troy. And then the last one I see is Lockheed Mart Martin Arm Sports uh, Forces Bowl against, against Utah Ohio State. State. Ohio State? Oh, sorry, Utah State, yeah. Okay, dang. But that one before, can you imagine if Neil Brown has to go up against his old team? That would be funny. But that would be horrible if he lost. They've never played each other. Yeah. So that's an experience there. I want the 20 I want them to play in the Liberty Bowl. I want them to play a later bowl. I don't want to play on day after Christmas, before Christmas. I want to play near New Year's. You know, I know we're not going to get it, but my, my kind of hope was that they would go to the Valero Alamo Bowl. I wanted the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Yeah, that would have been really fun, too. Because, like, the, you could only imagine the T-shirts and the, sh like, sweatshirts you could get. If they went to the Pop-Tarts Bowl, God, I would try and find something that says that because that's so awesome. I used to have, so for my years at WV, I used to have all the bowl games that when I was at school. Dude, the logo for this is so cool. Should I Google it? Yes. I. They need to go to the Pop-Tarts Bowl. That is unreal. I love it. Is it the, the Orlando one? Yeah, it's in Orlando because it's re um, replacing the Campers Worldwide. 
Oh, they can't think. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Originally titled the Blockbuster Bowl in 1990. Oh my! I know, God. but dude, the logo is so awesome with the little bite and the little. Yeah. Lo- damn yo, I would totally. If we went to the damn Pop Tarts Bowl, that would be so cool. If we go to the Pop Tarts Bowl, we have to find it. We have to find something, or at um, least just get like a shirt that says it. I agree. Even if it's two really good teams to go to the Pop Tarts Bowl, maybe I'll just find something. Um, but let's. Let's go talk about the ugly stepchild of West Virginia. Oh, we do have to mention the men soccer has moved on to the third round of the tournament. Uh, And I believe they are going to, who are they playing? I'm just pulling up everything real quick again. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. I heard pretty much the road. If they continue to win, the road is in Morgantown to the, the main thing because all the other seeds were out. That yeah, red. so awesome. they beat Louisville uh, on Sunday. They play Vermont Saturday afternoon, right before the West Virginia B- Baylor game. So anyone that listens to this podcast that lives in Morgantown or goes to school there, go support your men's soccer program. This is the furthest they've been going. This could be huge for us. Um, you know, I want to see us win. I think it'd be unbelievable uh for Is it us televised anywhere like on espn plus or anything yeah we can watch it on espn plus is at four o'clock Whoa. they play university of vermont on saturday yep on saturday i actually am paying attention to two teams uh right now because unh soccer men's soccer is moving on to the third round as well um so I'm watching both. They just beat Syracuse, I think, the other night. So some some fun. I can't. I'm ex- actually kind of excited for uh, soccer, which is weird. Well, let's call it soccer. Let's see the bracket. Oh yeah, I've never seen. I haven't seen the college. Okay, see what we got. Oh, here we go. USA Today. Fuck you, NCAA. You suck. Um, but let's while that's loading, let's talk about the ugly stepchild again of West Virginia right now. That would be the basketball program. They're two and two. Uh, they did beat Jacksonville State last week, and then they got their asses handed to them by Southern Methodist. University, or as everyone likes to call them, SMU, down mm-hmm. in I think are they in um Fort Myers or something like that? I there I think they're like Fort Fort Myers is Florida. I thought they were in Florida. Oh yes, 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 they are Fort Myers. Um, they lost yeah. to an SMU team that honestly, they just outran them because we only play five guys. Yeah, I, I don't. But I, I will say the one thing I will from my scouting that I've seen, I like so apparently we, we are the Syracuse uh Mountaineers with our two three zone, which is fine because I think we have the length to do something like that. Um oh, Edwards has the length. I watched him and he could stand at the hoop and dunk it without trying. Yeah. Crazy. Um I'm a big I'm a big fan of the 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 gentleman from Israel, Ofri 
Neve. He's good, yeah. Really like his hustle. Um, and a, on a team that needs like people to play defense, it, it makes sense now why he's been averaging like 25, 30 minutes because he goes and he plays really hard. Yeah. What we're missing right now is the go-to scorer, the go-to ball handler, and somebody to give relief to Jesse, which we don't have in Raekwon Battle, in Kirk Creesa, and a Cook a Cook, which yeah. is what kills us. I will give it credit to guys like uh, Seth Wilson for you know stepping up, trying to get the offense going. I just think his shot selection is a little shaky at times. You got Kobe's um, going in, and he's and he's he's like getting trapped. Like he's you know you pull a full court press on him. Guy's gonna get tired. He needs help bringing that ball up. Um, J- Josiah Harris, you know, he was a standout last year as a freshman. You know, he's having some sophomore struggles right now. And then, I, you know, one person that like I'm, you know, uh, I mentioned last week, Sumnick. They have him. I feel like they have him playing out of position, but it's, but he but he's a great rebounder. I he played. Know. He was playing last night at one point. I saw that he did play. Um, yeah, he's because he gives. He's the guy that gives Jesse relief minutes, and he's getting rebounds. He's He's banging on for the boards. I wish we can get him in there for some more touches, but I I just think right now we're just getting outmanned by teams. Yeah, and it's it's not good. Um, Slazinski from St. John's, you know he's he's got a shot. Um, again, I just when you and I also watch when you look at their offense, I just feel like they're just kind of running around as opposed to like running offense now. Granted, maybe that's how you know it's supposed to be a freestyle, free flowing playing for them as an offense. Yep. I don't know. No, I'm not a coach out here. I'm just going by pure observation. But uh, I'd really hope that we can figure something out. I I just don't think it's gonna look good for us to just keep losing these games to some teams that we should probably be beating. Um, you know, it's so. I'm just hoping that we can make it out alive because or else we're going to end up like we were like two years ago and just be in a dumpster fire. But don't we like dumpster fires? I thought we were good at dumpster fires. Apparently, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a struggle. It is a struggle to uh, watch this team. And again, like I just, I hope uh, our AD Baker is watching and understanding like we are up with a, the, that basketball coaching staff is has a has a rough hit like they had been dealt a, a horrible hand. Can and I just like heard the news today that Raekwon Battles waiver was denied once again. Yes, and they are suing. They they've already put like three or four lawsuits against the NCAA. So um, either he plays this year or they're gonna get his year of eligibility back and he'll play next year. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like we were we got denied. Three waivers, three waivers in a calendar year. How? Just like, how do you do that to a kid? Well, not how do you do that to a school? What did we do? What yeah. could we possibly done to deserve to get not one, not two, but three waiver requests? You would think that you'd give us at least one. I know. Like you ended one person's college career already. The other person... I mean, well, he's 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 playing this year, but somewhere else. But then, and then you got you, you got battle who just wants to play, and it sucks. The NCAA sucks, and I don't know what else to say because we it's 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 horrible. Yep, I agree. Well, here's the quick 
run up of the soccer real quick here. So if we beat, um, well, I did have it Vermont, Vermont, um, this weekend. Let me just see. Oh my God, I had it up real quick. Give me. A I think I have it. So if we beat Vermont, we would be facing the winner of whatever the hell school this is. LMU, CA. I have no idea what that is, but you would either face the winner of LMU, CA. I think that's Loyola Marymount. It is. So it's Loyola Marymount versus James James Madison. Madison. Yep. Then that person, whoever wins that one, would then face either between Virginia, Indiana, Western Michigan, Notre Dame. Because that would be end up being like the finals. And soccer. Who knew Marshall was good at soccer? Yeah, I know. I don't really. All right. So, with Stanford, if we beat. Oh, damn. If Marshall wins. Okay. Hold on. I'm looking at this real quick. Oh, sorry. I was like, why does this bracket look so weird? It's broken up interesting on the NCAA's website. So if Marshall wins on uh, what Sunday, they would, and U University of New Hampshire wins, they'll play each other mm-hmm. to go to the semifinals. Yep. Uh, let's see. West Virginia would beat Vermont, would then play when they're there. So, oh my God, you're watching a potential third game against West Virginia and Marshall to go to the national championship game. The battle of the mountain state. I would honestly, I'd rather see West Virginia play UNH just because it would be fun for me. Well, we can only hope and pray that something like that would happen. I, yeah, all you can do. Um, Yeah, this is, this is interesting. I'll, I'll have to watch a little bit more of it uh, as the uh, tournament continues. But let's dive into what we're going to talk about because it's Turkey Week. It's Thanksgiving. Um, it is Thanksgiving. I feel like it doesn't even feel like it, but I know I'm happy it's here. I'm happy it's here for sure. I am very excited. Um, what are you guys doing over the Cueva household this year, Kevin? Um, so my sister's going to be in California still. So she'll be over in Cali, possibly with family there. My parents are going to go to their friend's house in Staten Island. And then I'm going to go to my cousin's house over in Jackson, New Jersey. Nice. Um, reason being is for those that know me, you know, I do work in the world of retail and Black Friday is a big day. So if if I were to go to Staten Island, that means I have to wait for my parents to get be done, hang out with their friends, and wait till they go home. Where if I just go to Jackson, you know, I can go and come and go when I please. I can get ready for work for the next day and just kind of let it be. So I'm excited for Thursday, Turkey Day. Um, my dad loves to deep fry his turkey. Nice. And he's, all right, he's deep frying three of them. Oh so, Jesus. Yes, one for our neighbor who requests my dad to deep fry a turkey for them. One for our household, of course. And then one he's bringing to Staten Island. I love that your dad is doing it three times. Yeah. What about you, sir? 
Um, well, my parents invited us to New Hampshire, um, but that is definitely not happening. Uh, no offense, mom and dad, we love you for the invite, but it is four weeks until D-Day um, in the Peasley household here. So staying very close to home, uh, we're going to our friend Ashley and Jay's for Thanksgiving. This will be the third year that we're doing it. Uh, we've gone over the past couple of years because we don't have family in the Long Island area. I, I have cousins that are further um, east towards the city, but it is a little bit of a haul to get out there. Um, but we're going to go over there. We're just going for dinner. We usually go over for the whole day. Mm-hmm. But with Ashley being just over 30 weeks pre- weeks pregnant, we're kind of like, yeah, we're going to pump the brakes on going uh, for a full day we were just there the other night i put up christmas lights i was doing my whole uh clark griswold impression i did not staple myself to the the house at all yeah shout out to you on the roof with your whole outfit i was like look at you dude my friend took a picture actually took a picture of me and i was like like laughing about it. i go you know how easy it is for me to wear this tool belt and get up on a ladder and go do all this stuff and not have to be like, oh, I got to pick this up, do this. I got my hands free. I'm running around up on a roof. It was great. You you do your thing. I, I stay away from roofs, ladders, and all that such. I just, <laughs> just going to fall off the roof. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I'm very, very relaxed Thanksgiving again this year. It's going to be our last holiday without a little one, so... We'll have to, oh, yeah. we'll enjoy it. Um, well, let's kind of dive into it. I know, I think, I know you mentioned we've kind of had this conversation in the past, but it's always fun to rehash it, you know, talking about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, because it could, your answers could change almost every year. Um, probably what's for the Cueva household, what's the biggest family tradition? What's your, or what's your favorite one? Uh, I mean, deep frying the turkey is always fun to watch. Cause my dad's up early. You can hear it like outside. It'll be steaming. And then, um, and then just having that deep fried Turkey for the next couple of days, we're going to get, need to get a good Italian bread or some sort of bread to have make Turkey Ooh. sandwiches for the week, which will be phenomenal. Get some and, brioche bread. I bet that'll taste really good with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, as you know, my dad is a big sandwich maker. He loves to make his sandwiches. So that I would say that's probably one of them. I don't remember what I said last year. Um, because like if anything, I'm not like Thanksgiving food, like the only things the only thing I really look forward to Thanksgiving food-wise having is stuffing. Yeah. Just have some classic stovetop stuffing. That is, you know, I'm I I can just sit there and go for days. Oh, um, dude, I hundred percent agree with you. Stuffing is or so good. Um Green bee casserole is really good too. Okay, okay. I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm never a big like casserole guy. I'm uh, not either, truly. But yeah. like my fr- Ashley's, um, she makes a very good one. Uh, when I say that Ashley, this is my friend Ashley, um, not my wife. Um, she makes a pretty good uh, casserole, so I, I I'll throw it out to her on that one. All right. All right. Shout out to that tradition. And I think if you're talking about traditions, I think it's just, you know, being able to spend some time with the fam, just uh, being, uh, you know, being with them, hanging out, 
having some watching some football, watching some sports, whatever on, and just being together. But one thing that I am very excited, which I haven't done in a long time because I've been super lazy in the years, is I'm gonna be able to go get a workout in in the morning to go burn off whatever calories I'm about to gain. Um, this will be the doing it with my new gym uh at alpha and they have like a 48 person class holy shit um, yes well it's to be truly honest like the 48 person classes sound super intimidating but the way they structure the workout it's like you're you're gonna be fine doing whatever you need to be doing so and who knows i don't think we're gonna it's gonna be like full 48 maybe i'm wrong it could be but there's always gonna be those people that are gonna be like yeah i'm just gonna go stay home and yeah. what happens cool if not whatevs but that'll be a fun thing to do as you guys know like um i've been you know our alpha fit fam is like a big family our 5 a.m sleepwalking team we're a good crew and uh shout out to one of my guys mike it's uh his it was his last day with us he's going to be moving to north carolina as they bought a new house down there um it's gonna be closer to the in-laws good for and- him yeah, super good for him. And then we had, you know, we filmed a, an episode of the Philip Boxers together for as one, one more time being with us. And yeah, I'm just, I'm, that's a tradition I'm excited to get going again because uh, I've fallen off for the last couple of years. Being able to go ahead and work out with friends beforehand yep. to celebrate the weekend is something I'm super excited to do. Yeah, same here. I get my gym opens at six on Thanksgiving Day. I'll be there. 6 a.m. or earlier waiting for him to open get a good good lift in uh for the morning there you a go a couple, couple things and then you know just relax yeah. when i was younger one of my favorite things to do though was i loved uh at the old gym i used to go to the new york sports club when you'd get there like 7 a.m for thanksgiving day there would be runs of like guys playing basketball Oh yeah, basketball runs in before you eat. I was like, that was such like a such a good move. I'd be hella sore. The oh whole yeah, day. it'd be like totally worth every minute because I'm gonna feed myself all them calories back that I lost. Oh yeah, I'm I'm actually playing Saturday with the guys that I play with here in Long Island, and we were all making the jokes. I was like, we all gonna be puking our brains out Saturday, like it's gonna be miserable playing basketball, but it'd be, it'd be great. Um, I go with, you know, you say deep frying a turkey is your favorite tradition. I think mine is just truly being with the family that you don't see on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. You know, that family time where you go, oh, I can relax. And then if it's revolved around food, it's finishing up the food and passing out in a rocking chair. I know it doesn't sound like a tradition, but every year when I'm with my parents, and my family in New Hampshire, my dad and I will fall asleep like that, sitting in our chairs. There's a picture of both of us from years ago, just back like this, conked out. I, it's it's awesome. When I was a kid, we used to play football, throw the football around. So those are definitely some of the big things. That's more of a Christmas tradition for me is we have people that come to my house because my house always does Christmas. So... It would be we all eat. We'll probably watch the Knicks noon game because that's always they always play on. They've been playing on Christmas and then pass out on the couch afterwards. Everybody's sleeping, which is epic. I 
I used to go play basketball on Christmas Day. Oh wow, you are, you are out here. Yeah, I used to go outside in my in my uh, at my house. You know, just go chill. My fa- my family always hosted Christmas, so my it would always take a little bit for them to get over, and then uh, I'd be all right. And this year, I get to watch it at five o'clock. It's Milwaukee Bucks versus the Celtics. Let's go. Is that the first game this year? No, we play at five. Okay. Um, the Knicks should normally open up at 12. The Knicks play Philly at 12. Dallas plays LA at 2.30. Boston versus Milwaukee at five. Memphis, Golden State at eight. Phoenix and Denver are the nightcap at 10.30. Amazing. Yeah. And it's going to be very exciting. Um, I've already talked about the food. Um, I've already talked about what our plans are. We're good. Look at this. We're flying through this shit. We're doing good. Um, let's talk about football because it's not Thanksgiving without the NFL. That's true. We got three games. The Packers versus the Lions, the Commanders versus the Cowboys, and the 49ers versus the Seahawks. I'm going with a Lions win against the Packers. Me too, as I'm wearing my Lions jersey. I think the Lions will win that one mainly for the simple fact that it's the Lions and they've been freaking killing it. Yeah. Um, The Cowboys, for sure, against the Commanders. I I don't see them messing anything up that badly on the day that they basically win every game. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one at the end is a toss-up. Yeah. I won't lie. It's... Are they at San Francisco? Uh, I think they're in Seattle. Let me see. As we have the silence on the podcast for figuring out who plays where for Seattle, Seattle. They, no, they're at, yeah, they're at Seattle. Yeah. I was going to say they're at Lumen field. I think I'm going to still go Niners. I'm going to go Niners just because it it's probably the safer bet. But at the same time, I wouldn't be mad to watch Gino beat the 49ers. I'd be, yeah. Same kind of nice, you know, better than watching other teams win. Um, for sure. Which one do you think is going to be the best out of those three? The best game to watch? Best game? Yeah. I like that night game with the Niners and Seahawks. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think the that division rival with Detroit and Green Bay is going to be like a super hard, nervous, competitive one. And then the Cowboys, like Commanders, I mean, Commanders, like, just traded everybody away. So, you know. And they lost to the Giants. Yeah, and they lost to the Giants. So, out of control. Yeah, I'm going to go with the night game. That's going to be too good. It's The first game is going to be a bloodbath. Uh, it's in Detroit, so it's not even out in Lambeau, so it won't even be as much fun. Um, actually, that's kind of funny. Two out of three of these games are indoors. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's pathetic. Um, but yeah, I think the night game would be the best. If, if, maybe I'll stay up for it. I, I doubt it. I'll probably be dead asleep by seven o'clock. Oh, yeah, um, with all the dopamine 
stuff in the turkey. Um, and I want to ask you this question. I know you're going to be working uh, due to being retail, and I'll be working because my job is not off on Black Friday. But we do have a football game on Black Friday. Unreal. Why? They shouldn't. Okay, so that's, that's what my thought was, is that it is stupid that we're having a football game on Black Friday. Like, that's still college football's realm. Like, let it be. No one gives – and it's the Jets and the Dolphins, and the Jets are starting Boyle. Yes, his name is Tim Boyle, and they have Trevor Simeon as their backup. So a little bit about – Oh, my uh, God. Boyle. He is 29, career backup, who is on his fourth team in five seasons, appeared in 18 total games since signing with the Green Bay Packers as an undrafted free agent in 2014. All three came in 2021. Uh, His three starts, three career starts, all came in 2021 when he backed up Jared Goff for the Lions. Over those games, he completed 61 of 94 passes. For 526 yards with three touchdowns and doubling that with six interceptions. Yikes. Bruh. Why? Like, I know Zach Wilson sucks, but. Yeah, I mean, you you couldn't find anything better than a a Tim Boyle. From Eastern Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, But, like, you know, they. The Browns signed uh, Flacco. So, so I guess that. maybe they went the quote unquote younger route because then if Joe Flacco, you might sneeze and then he might like pull a hamstring. Probably. That's probably a good thought. But I agree. Black Friday, stupid. No one's going to watch it. It's at 3 Just- 30 in the afternoon. What? Yeah. That's what I think is even more no, it's- stupider. Is it really? Yeah. Like, what kind of fucking time is that? No, it cannot be. If I, is, it, is it that time? I'm looking right now. Hold on. It's at 3 o'clock at MetLife. Yeah. Like, why? Why 3 o'clock? That's the... What, like, what, who came up with that damn time? <clears throat> what the f- actual flying fuck? Yep, I know. I'm sorry there's so much swears in this this week, but, like, this is what the hell? And they're the only game on Black Friday, am I right? Yeah. We have three on um, Thursday, one on Friday, and then the rest on Sunday, and then one on Monday. That was stupid. Absolutely stupid. This is so dumb. And then they have to flip the field. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked what? up. Fucked up. Why? Like, who gives a shit about the University of Miami that plays at the same stadium as the Dolphins? They don't matter. It's terrible. Terrible. No one's going to go. Is like, tickets You're going to have a bunch for, of tourists go. Tickets are $114 right now for that game. For, for a good seat or like upper deck? Upper deck. Yeah, fuck that. For a good seat, you're looking at twelve hundred. Yep. Or no. you want to sit in the two hundred level, you're at like one eighty five, three hundred. That's not terrible. No. Yeah, that's 
That just so doesn't make any sense. Man. Doesn't make any sense. But I could go sit on the visitor sideline in section 146 for 190. All right, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's just that's so dumb. Okay, NFL. Just another money grab. Yep. Literally. To be honest with you. I'm done with the money grabs. Well, Kevin, that's all I got. That's that's it. That's all she wrote tonight. Um do you have anything? Did we forget anything? Did we miss whatever? Well, you know what's funny? I wanted to ask, but I figured I might as well save it for the end since it was uh it was part we had it on the filibusters this after this morning. Oh, okay. Wanted to know. So we talked about our favorite Thanksgiving food. Uh let's do we'll do question number one. Your okay. least favorite Thanksgiving food. Cranberry sauce. Me too. I knew I liked you for a reason. Me too. I just feel like there's no reason for it. Like it, I don't care. Ah, it's I don't know. I know a lot of people love it. My family yeah. likes like, it. Just yeah. It's always the last thing that's on like the table when everything is done. And it that still looks like left. it came out of the can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even though everybody says the the canned version is the best version, I just it just cranberry sauce does nothing for me. Yeah, I'm good. I don't, I don't need no uh, no cranberry sauce. Yes. And then question number two, sir, what are you thankful for? Oh Jesus, that's that's a long list. Um, I think first off, I'm thankful for my wife and my soon to be son. Uh, I'm extremely thankful for that and all the things we went through to get to that point. Um, so extremely thankful for for that part of my life. Um. Thankful for my family, friends. Thankful for you and Andrew with this podcast because, yo, this shit is, uh, you know, become one of my favorite hobbies and hopefully can dive more into it as we keep going. And yeah, what about you? What are you thankful for this year? Yeah, I think for me, this has been a year of just growing the personal self, uh, trying to get the, the health back in order, you know, uh, thankful for all the people that I've met over this past year. You're talking a lot of people that I've met at the new gym. I know I talk about it a lot, but I do love a lot of those people at that gym. They're amazing. Shout out to my people at the Alpha Fit Club in Marlboro. You guys rock. Um, you guys have honestly kind of changed your brother's life. My whole lifestyle is different now since I started there. I appreciate them. Uh, I appreciate my friends that are still with me. And I'm going to see my OGs. Uh, they will be doing our karaoke with the Quavas next week. So that will be a lot of fun. Meredith, I wish I could be. You will be invited. You, I want you, Andrew, and Ashley to come. You, I'm going to personally invite the three of you for next year when we do it. Are you going to do Are you gonna do it for your birthday too? Are you thinking you're going to do the split? I don't know yet. I have to think about it. I have okay. to think about it first because I feel like, the aura of the karaoke with the Quavas, it's like it's a once a year. And that's how yeah. it's kind of always been. So I I feel like, you know, if I try to do it more than once a year, then that takes away the aura of that, of the moments. I agree. So, I know, I know Ashley and I will be there. We had talked about it and we we're like, ah, oh, it'd be great. Like, this would be so much fun, but. Yeah, don't worry. You, you're having a kid right now. And so, I will have plenty of Snapchats to watch at some point because I get every single Snapchat Kevin has. I don't really Snapchat anymore, but when I do, I will send it to you. It might be on the story for this year, though. Did you like my reply, Chuck, from the other morning? 
I was really proud of you. That was funny. You're welcome. <laughs> that was good. Uh, so that thankful for, you know, family always uh, sticking strong with me. And then honestly, I'm thankful for this podcast. This has been one of my favorite hobbies that we do. It's, you know, it's part of the deal. I'm thankful for my guys, Jay and Josh, doing the Philip Bucksters with me. Two guys that, you know, they're not really big fans of being in front of the camera, but they're, I feel like they're getting more and more comfortable being in front of it as we do it each week for a minute and a half. So shout out to them. And also thankful to everybody that listens and watches this. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you guys for continuing mm -hmm. to support us. A hundred plus episodes and more coming soon. So, yeah. And I cool. think, uh, shall I outro it out? I think you just did. Yeah. Um. Just real quick, you know, the role, you know, the, the deal, you know, if you're watching this, leave a comment, like our page, like the video that Andrew puts up on the YouTube page, the Manly Musings podcast. Make sure you follow Merritt at his Instagram at Merritt underscore P, mine at KQuava624, the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings pod. Feel free to continue to enjoy the Philip Bucksters with your Filipino star Bucksters with myself, Jay and Joss, a part of this Manly Musings universe and bringing more content to you guys. Make sure you guys are listening to us on all the streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Play. And then, yeah, you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving. The episode should be out by then. Maybe you'll hear this after Thanksgiving, but we appreciate you. Take care and have a good night. Thanks, guys.